Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihayue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we have the pleasure of interviewing the beautiful Tegan Yorath, who was awarded Best New Broadcaster at the 2020 New Zealand Radio Awards. Now, with the dream gig as a breakfast announcer on New Zealand's number one hip-hop and R&B station, My FM. Tegan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. What an intro. I'm like, the girls did their research. (laughs) We got you, boo. As always, Joe. Do you want to know something sad, though? Please, always. I, I came tied with someone who did, like, just a weekend show, so I was like... Oh, but I never tell anyone. I just go, yeah, yeah, I want it. And we don't need like, to know that. Tie? No, you tied for first and hours, and that's a goddamn podium finish. Absolutely. <laughs> don't don't let anyone take that away from you, babe. Jones, no, you're feeling, <laughs> feeling a bit tired, my love. What has been going on with your life? Oh, so basically I've got ad- – apparently I've got something called adrenal fatigue. So I'm on all these supplements at the moment. I'm doing weekly acupuncture. I've got these – things on my wrists it looks oh, like do too. I look like a bit of a robot it's weird so yeah not really loving that at the moment mm-hmm. um you know then on top of that you know average girl autumn weighing a bitch down leaning into average girl autumn though I actually <laughs> oh how God. sad is this I was so starving I went and bought um, a block of cookie dough yeah anyway I'm walking through the city and I'm starving and I'm yeah. like I'm not gonna waste money and get another thing so I literally unwrapped the cookie dough and was holding it like a sandwich and just bit into it walking oh, around the city and I was like well if yum. this is an average girl autumn I don't know what is yeah average girl autumn <laughs> hey Tegs are you with us are you leaning into average girl autumn um yeah I feel so yeah <laughs> I actually don't know I, I I feel like I just go through these phases of like I always go hot girl summer but like in hot girl summer I'm usually fucking sad as shit yeah <laughs> And waves. Yeah. It comes in waves for me. I feel like I'm in a good spot at the moment, though. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. No, we had a great time with, we like to call it hot and unbothered summer because mm-hmm. we were hot and unbothered. And no mm-hmm. one was bothering That's us, which is energy. probably the problem. That's <laughs> we the probably energy. should have had someone bothering us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have liked to get a bit yeah. more fucking nightly bothering. But um, anyway, hot and unbothered summer, fucking, yeah, average girl would have not loving it. I feel like I'm still recovering. From my bottomless birthday last month, Jules. It's so shocking to me. So oh Jodes has just God. turned the big three one. Jodes has just turned t- thirty one. Fuck well, me. Well, she has one bend day in the year, and she's now got adrenal fatigue. <laughs> fucking! I just wanted a few markies. Now I've got fucking adrenal fatigue. Jesus, the thirties have never been worse. Ugh. Anyway, it is what it is. Um, I did want to get into off the back of our ego ep though the mm. other day, Jules. It's really interesting, obviously having a podcast, and I don't know if you find this with you as well, Teagues. When you're talking mm. and and about yourself and your life and your experiences all the time, you go through the world with this like crazy sense of like self awareness and how others are treating you and you are treating them. Mm. Like you just get this yeah, like neck level like perception. Mm. And um, like the mm-hmm. other day at work, this like chick on another level to me was like so rude to me. And my first thing was like, oh, I'm not going to take that personal. I'm not going to let my ego make that about me. Love that for And you. it's just crazy how you start thinking about things differently. Mm. Like how do you Cut feel up. that your perceptions changed since landing this dream gig? I reckon so like obviously with a platform comes like a lot more fucking people having an opinion about you Mm -hmm. and which is real weird to get used to really weird to get used to but I found that it was like 
if someone like texts and being like, Tegan, you're dumb as shit or so- something like that. You just go, ah, oh, you know, I feel like you're reflecting something like maybe there's something we need to unpack there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just don't, I don't take it personal anymore, but how do I know what you mean? You get so self-aware and you start going like, oh, that's just like their, their behavior is like just reflecting their, their own like thoughts about themselves. Mm. Yeah. And so you just go, oh, fuck, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What a good thing. And thank <laughs> God. Cause how old are you, Teagues? I'm 24. Jeez, imagine having oh. that self-awareness at that age. You are so mature for your age, seriously. I was just moving to, oh, Sid- to Sydney at that age, like throwing it back and busting it open in King's Cross. Not a clue in the world. Mm. I'm definitely still doing that shit. I'm just <laughs> lucky I have like a decent job. <laughs> I'm, I'm still like lost as, but I think like um, especially getting thrown into this job, I think I got it when I was like 20. I started when I was like 22, which is pretty young. I'm so grateful I got it now rather than like, because everyone says, oh, 28. That's when you when you finally know who you are. And I'm like, no, I feel like I'm pretty sure who I am now. Love that. Yeah, I love Fuck. it. You're just speeding up the process, babe. What about you, Jules? Let's weigh in with Jules. Okay. I'm probably going to, so many therapists are probably going to come after me for saying this. But so Teagues, <laughs> I've been told I need to stop partying from a third party, <laughs> from someone higher. Oh my God. Me. Yep. So anyway, so I've been <laughs> staying in, oh, I can party. I just don't have to Jules party. I don't have to party until Tuesday anymore. Yeah. So I've been staying in because I'm a very all or nothing girl. Mm. Like if I'm mm-hmm. giving it a nudge, I'm giving it a big nudge. If I'm staying in, I'm staying the fuck in. I don't even want to talk to anyone. Like there seems to be no in between. Yeah. Probably a big issue there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I've been staying in for the last month and I was saying to Jodes, I don't know how people live like this. Like on a serious level, I think it's actually so bad for your mental health to be this alone. I'm making no mm-hmm. memories. I'm in my 20s. Like I, I actually think the hangover is starting to look way more appealing because, you know, when you're hungover and you're like, I'll yeah. never do this again. Now I'm like, fuck yeah. it, fuck it. Like I'd rather be waking up with my girlfriends giggling in bed on a Sunday, like, you know, kicking myself about that juvenile I hooked up with. I mean, over 18 for legal yeah. reasons, <laughs> you know, then like, <laughs> then like not say, like just being boring. Like I don't want to go indoor rock climbing at 5 p.m. on a Saturday and I don't want to wake up early and go for a walk. Mm. <laughs> is that bad? I'm honestly... No, I like, I so feel you. Cause like, I feel like when I went to uni and like, obviously me and all my friends, we all kind of grew up together through those like university years. Mm. And now that we're all working and shit like that, like obviously everyone starts going on different paths Mm, and like the partying didn't, the partying didn't stop for me. Mm. Like I still loved it. Like, and even if I was in relationships or not, like I still was the same bitch. But Mm. then a lot of my friends started like settling down, not necessarily with someone, but like Mm. um, just, they felt like staying in. They Mm. were like, I don't really feel like drinking. And I'm like, what the fuck? I want a red wine every night. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Every night. And I'm like, but I feel like you just kind of go, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. Fuck it. Yeah. So don't don't regret anything, girl. I'm trying. I'm trying. But anyway, enough about us. What's been going on? with you please give us the tea we will have lots of main tea and main topic but what's been going on in tegan's okay. world um honestly just busy as shit with work like i had some work a couple of months ago which i can't talk about but it, it, it'll be like coming out you know in a couple of months that oh. you'll be able to watch out for and ever since then i've just been like working on some shit i uh have a podcast that is going to come out like in the next couple of months with a friend of mine, Joe Damon and my friend Randy. Randy works with me at my FM. He's on our, he's one of the hosts and Joe Damon's a comedian. Shout um, out. What's it called? So be- let's, let's gas it up. Yeah. Oh, well, we haven't really announced it yet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> um, cool. No, no, no. Like we've got, we've done like, it's, we're doing all the back end shit. Mm, um, mm. It's going to be called Sexy Worldwide. Oh. oh. Okay. Are, they, are, like, they, are these talk- boys hot? <laughs> Can we fuck um, or not? Nah? Are they sexy? <laughs> Randy. 
<laughs> no, I reckon you'll think I reckon you'll think Joey's sexy and he's this half Fiji and half Maldi man. Oh, say less. Say less. Say less. Slide in, Joey. Randy's our little our little Filipino gangster, oh. and he is like he he's like five nothing, but he always goes fuck a five six two game over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the five no, nothing. They're both, they're, those boys are amazing. It's the five nothing guys that work hard in yeah, bed. Exactly. So what, what was yeah. his name again? Mm-hmm. So Randy, Randy, and then Joe Damon. Okay, well, at, and then Jules rang it at I am Jody Clark. That's Randy's last name. Yeah. Hi, hi. But no, that'll be fun. Um, so I'm like working on that on the side, but otherwise I just do just trying to do shit to fill the cup, you know, mm. like go to work. I put I kind of put so much effort and work, and I had this kind of uh, epiphany last year where I was like fuck like I literally have no life like even though mm-hmm. I was socializing it's just like I'm like work 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 work, work. yeah and I'm like okay put it all in at work but as soon as I leave I'm fucking I'm out yeah I can yeah. go to the gym I'll go fucking with other people like actually just do shit for myself and like yeah that's pretty good but so, so important mm, hard hard out okay GBs we're gonna quickly go to break mm. but stay with us as we get into Teague's life and it's been it's been a great one so we're so excited but follow your gals mm. at good bitch pod and we'll be right back Good Bitches, you're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And today we're so lucky to have the gorgeous Kiwi radio star, Tegan Yorith, here with us from My FM. which honestly, I was saying to Jules, Teagues, if you were raised in New Zealand like me, because I grew up in um, Caddy Caddy in the Bay of Plenty, mm-hmm. you grew up yeah. on My FM. Like New Zealand as a whole is big on mm. hip hop, R&B and reggae, but when mm-hmm. I moved to Australia, it, it hit me how poppy, housey EDM it is here. Like the culture of music is so different. Like I still remember being mm-hmm. obsessed with Peter T and requesting you guys yeah. and, and hitting up my Pam and doing the text thing and, and begging you guys to play that fucking My Baby song. <laughs> like I was so obsessed. <laughs> you know the one? Boy, I fucking love that though. Yeah, Oi. yeah, I know the one. I know the one. Oh, it goes hard. The I still fuck with that song. Yeah. And then I did an IG post and then tagged him and he liked it and I was like fuck I'm in there oh, Joe just dies like he me. wants me hard like I'll send it to you later <laughs> before we get into yeah. our first question Teagues I gotta shout out our girl April your sister yes yeah yes. Yes. honestly she showed she showed me you guys and she was like wait sis this is like the best fucking podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to and I was like oh, okay okay she goes you have to listen to them these girls are so funny and um yeah that's how I got onto you guys and fuck you guys are actually I rate it so like shout out to my sis April for actually fucking we yeah. love onto you guys we see you yeah, April we, we yeah. love we'll April we'll give you that money that we promised you later <laughs> shout out shout out April our bitch Tegan to start <laughs> us off with my darling what is your love language? Yeah. My love language is definitely a hundred percent words of affirmation. Yeah. Like I need that. I need that fucking like love you, babe. Or like proud of you. Or like yeah. you did a great job. Or like yeah. you look so nice today. Like just shit like that. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck if you, I didn't see you for two weeks. As long as you text me like every morning, like, Hey, hope you have a great day. You're amazing. Like that's, I feed off that. And I can see that with like, even just like everything else in my life. I feel like, Wait, not not that it's like validation, but like yeah. even at work, if my if my boss is like, "Hey, you did like you sounded really good today on air," I'd be like, oh, "Fuck yeah!" Like, You're high. Yeah. Like, mm, it's like yeah. what gets me? Like that's what gets me going. Yeah, it's that recognition. Hey, mm. hmm. And, mm-hmm. and is that I'm how like, you? Hello. Is that how you think you <laughs> like, show love as well? 
Yeah, I think so. I'm very like, I have to be straight up. I don't really like holding things in. Mm. I think that's why I think I struggle when I'm like meeting someone new. You know, when you have to go through that talking stage and then it gets to that weird point when it's like, okay, we're moving from here to like maybe a relationship or maybe not a relationship. Mm. And I'm like, fuck, like how do we even talk about it? Because I'm such a talker. Mm. But fucking dudes, dudes get so scared off if you're like, no, 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 I'm a fan of you. And they're like, oh, whoa, like, oh, like, didn't know it was anything serious. Ah. Like, oh, fuck, it's not. I just want to, I just want to say like, I like you, like, you're cool. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, but it is what it is. Teeks, what the hell is your star sign? I'm trying to pick it as we're speaking to you. I'm a cancer. Ah. So hard on the outside, yeah. it's big, softy inside. Yeah. I, but I cuss with Leo, but I'm, and I do have a couple of Leo qualities, but I fuck, I'm a cancer through and through, like so sensitive, Mm. but like, try not to be, try not to be, but like definitely very sensitive on the Mm. inside. Love that. I love that. Well, look, let's, let's um, get into Teague's sort of career path, shall we? So obviously you've landed the dream radio gig with my FM. You landed this in 2019 around the age of 23. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was a couple of years ago. It would have been like two, two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. probably. So yeah. what sort of, can you give us some insight, some some background into what your career path was up until that point? How did you get there? How did you land that dream gig? So like getting into radio is a pretty boring story. So I literally went to uni, I studied communications, got a degree, whatever, boring shit. Mm-hmm. Then when I finished uni, I applied for a job at Georgie Femme, which is like a dance station here. Like yeah, I know it well. Music. Yeah. It's fucking... A, yeah, yeah, it's vibey. Um, so I got a job there doing like editing videos and shit. So it was all behind the scenes. So um, it's like a digital content producer role. And like, oh, this in, in New Zealand, like, so there's like MediaWorks and NZME. They're both like media companies. MediaWorks mm-hmm. is like one umbrella company with like George FM, My FM, The Edge, More FM, like there's heaps, The Rock, all of them. So that's where I worked. And so I worked at George, fucking loved it. It was so much fun. And then I sort of started randomly doing like little bits of on air here and there, not, not like taking it seriously, just like jumping on air mm. because Georgia FM so small as a station, they would mm. just be like, Oh, we'll just grab our web girl Tegan to <laughs> chime in on this. And then, um, I randomly ended up doing like a Saturday show for like two hours or something with like one of the other hosts at George general Lee, shout out to general Lee, one of the best DJs in New Zealand. And, that someone, oh, I hung out with someone from my, like the music director, Callum. And it like when I'd be like on the piss at work parties. Yes. <laughs> and then one of the girls, Lily Toto, who used to do my FM, uh, my morning crew, she announced that she was leaving, but it was like real secret. And because I had just been like funny on the piss with the music director, he put my name forward to like audition for this role, even though I had like no experience. And so I got called in and they're like, do you want to audition for Lily's role? And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, all right. Okay. So I just was, I just went in and I just had to like tell a story. They just were gauging if I could tell a story or good. And I got it. Like that's true. Mm. And I, they, so they just poached me over and the rest is history. Wow. So basically always say yes to the sesh is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. And this is what I mean when people go, oh, you should settle down. And I'm like, literally getting on the piss is what gave me my job. So that was, that was professional networking, babe. Right. <laughs> I didn't even fucking know either. <laughs> Oh, Teagues, people think we're insane when we try to explain that good bitch is a compliment in New Zealand. Please back us Mm. up. What does being a good bitch mean to you? Being a good bitch means that you are – so I like reclaim – I'm like reclaim the word bitch. Like Mm -hmm. I don't don't see 
anything wrong with it. Like I always say to people like, yeah, I'm that bitch. Mm -hmm. Like that's me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's a, it's a term of endearment. It's a term of like, it's one of your mates, your mate that's a good bitch is your mate that is like constantly gassing you up and you're gassing them up. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just fucking, yeah. Everyone's a good bitch. I love I love calling people a good bitch. It's like when you call your friend like, oh, yeah, ho. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why we called yeah. it good bitch, babe, because for us, um, you know, we just weren't having the negative connotation with a word that for us has been so positive mm. and then just fun and jovial. Mm. Like, it's, mm. it's, actually, it's like up. the height. Yeah. If, someone, if a guy called me a bitch, I'd be like, get a bit of insult, mate. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not. Hard. It's the, insult, you know? For me, it's the biggest compliment you can yeah. give a girl. I think if one of my friends was to just mm-hmm. say, what's Jules like? And someone said she's a good bitch. That to me is like stamp- you're a good person yeah. in your soul. Yeah, that's like stamp yeah. of approval, yeah. like cosign, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's the pillar. That's the pillar. Mm. I love it. Now, Tegan, obviously being such a huge, effervescent, lovable media personality, people tune into you every day expecting you to be on and be bubbly. Mm -hmm. But um, obviously when we were looking into your sort of really interesting history, what came through was also your personal struggle with anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Are you able to just share a little bit about that journey? Because that's something on a personal level that I can really relate to as well as I've struggled with the same thing. So as soon as I read that, I felt that instant connection to you. So like, it was kind of one of those things, like, I think because I started this job really young, like it was that whole, like trying to figure out myself while everyone else is like figuring out me as well, Mm. which was kind of difficult. And then last year I had a, I was in a relationship that was like not great for the wider, not really good for Mm. the mental health. And I'd like, my self-esteem was like at an all time low and stuff like that. And it was really hard, like going through that, but then coming to work and having to switch it on. And it just Mm. got to this point where it was like, fuck, I I can't, I can't really compartmentalize. Like I'm, Mm. I'm coming to work. I'm like, I'm actually having a shit day. Mm. So I made the decision. I like talked to the boys about it. And I just was like, fuck, like if people want me, like this version of me, this little show pony version that they hear on air, like it's just me, it is me, but it's like me with a little bit of GST, Mm. then they should have all of it. So that's why I kind of made the decision, like, fuck it, I'm just going to be open about it. So then maybe if I do have an off day, like that's right, like I can just be like, oh, sorry team, just a little bit off, but we're good, we're here, it's all good. But yeah, it was just got too hard to balance the two. So I was just like, I can't keep it real on air if I'm not even like being honest about like what's actually going on. So yeah, but and that that was a really cool point in my life because I think it, that was the switch of when I just started being like, fuck, like don't put so much pressure on yourself to be on all the time. Just mm. fucking be real. Like it's whatever. But thank you for saying you like connected with that. Like, yeah. Because then after that, what comes with it is like this pressure. Like as soon as I talked about it, everyone just automatically thinks you're a fucking advocate and you're like, yeah, I am. But I'm like, fuck, I don't want to have to talk about it all the time. Like that's yeah. my shit. Mm. And hope that's cool but I, then I started feeling all the pressure of like people going well why aren't you talking about this and why aren't you talking about that and I'm like oh fuck mate like mm. give me a break yeah like relax right. also yeah mm. it's like look I'm just human we're all just yeah. doing our very best yeah. day in day out but yeah I think it is important yeah. to shed a light on these things and let people know look you are more than just uh you know radio mm. person you are a, a real mm. young girl a young person in the world as well just figuring out who you are mm. Mm, hard out exactly it was exactly that yeah and I think takes for every one of those people who come out and they're like well you should speak about this blah 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 there's a hundred people in the shadows who are secretly so grateful that you did that so Mm. thank you from Australia and New Zealand 
we have like a um, saying, like you'll get like a hundred nice texts, um, like when in the morning when we're doing the show, and then like one shit one, mm-hmm. and it's always the shit one that sticks with you. But it's like it's a loud minority. It's always the the, the you know fucking keyboard warriors and shit that want to have an opinion. But it's like they always pipe up. But you just got to be like, nah. There's the people who don't text in. They're the ones that are like, oh no, all good. Like they're all good with it. It's such a slight loud minority here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, fun stuff. Can we get into it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're dying to know. I'm sure the GVs are dying to know. What is your type, Teagues? Who are you looking back at in these streets? Who are you rubbing neck, neck, rubber necking for? Okay. I, oh, this is so fucking hard. <laughs> I always, so I always, for the last like two years, I would say, fuck, I love like, I love, if it's brown, then I'm fucking down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Islander boys. Like, I love it. Yeah. I, I love, I love Maori boys. I love Islander boys. And like, I had this like serious type of just like, I hate to say it, but like fucking rugby players, league players. Oh, we're all and guilty I, of it. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I love the, I love the body type. I love mm. it all. But then now that I'm kind of like getting used to like who I am and like, yeah. I don't know, finding myself, I've realized <laughs> that that's like not necessarily my type. Like, like, because back when I was, I grew up in Palmerston North in New Zealand, which is a pretty small town, or not small town, but small city. And I loved white boys. Like, I fucking froth them. Mm. And then all of a sudden it changed when I moved to Auckland. But now it seems to be gravitating, like, kind of more, not, not that I like white boys, but it's just, like, less niche. It's not like, like, if you've got a super rugby contract, then I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> it's not really like that anymore. Like, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, I'd say, like, at the moment, my celebrity crush would be, like, Tom Hardy. No, oh. no, I wasn't meant to say Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yes, but I was meant to say Pete Davidson just then. Oh, we can think of one well, big like, reason why, honey. <laughs> yeah, like racially ambiguous, like, but yeah. still like, oh, yeah. I, I think that's my vibe, but I think my type is just like someone who's loyal. <laughs> <laughs> she rounds it off to make sure. Try to end yeah, on yeah, a wholesome yeah. note. No, we saw the Pete Davidson. Pete we Davidson, but loyal. Yeah. But loyal, loyal, yes. <laughs> real. He could, he could get real loyal with me, you know what I'm saying? Hard out, hard out. On that note, have you ever, I'm sure Pete Davidson's already in the DMs now, Tegan, but have you ever hooked up with a fan of yours or an avid listener? Because our girl Jules has over here, and uh, sh- she reckons it's lit. She reckons it's where it's at. Um, Have I? I I don't know. I, well, Yes, yes and no, but he I, he's also got a bit of like status as well. So mm. like, I don't oh. know if it counts, but he he used to like he you would tell me these like yeah I used to like fangirl over you and I was like oh, like, but like and I was like I was fangirling over you like <laughs> cute I don't know yeah no I don't think I've ever like straight normal punter probably not. Yeah, that's disgusting. Who would do that? Yeah, who would who would do <laughs> no, that, eh, Jules? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I that. just haven't come across the right one. That's why. Look, I'll give you if I can give you any advice. I'm sure you can give me all the advice in your life. But they know yeah. they they hit hard because they know exactly what you like. Yeah. They go down for like an hour, <laughs> and when they like ghost you, they actually write like a big text because they don't want to be screenshot and put on GB. So ah! they're like, "Hi, Jules, really oh, enjoyed the literally- other night." 
Oh my God. Like dudes, I, I, apparently I'm quite intimidating because people are too scared that I'll talk about them on air because I'm very open mm. on air about mm-hmm. like, you know, shit that goes down. And like, I've been like talking to like, I might be talking to a couple of guys at the same time and someone will go, are you fucking talking about me? And I'm like, no, can I'm talking about the other one. Like, <laughs> like, the other boyfriend. <laughs> Don't yeah, flatter yourself, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. But it has been, dating's got way, like the more I've been in this job, dating has got a lot harder. Well, speaking yeah. of, we've heard on your show um, how you shoot your shot and sometimes you fail miserably, <laughs> as as we do probably more often oh, yeah. than we'd like to admit. Do you think <laughs> a huge part of it is being unable to get out of that friend zone filter men automatically put on us because on air we're so friendly and open and we take the piss out of ourselves? So what do you think it is? Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. I think... Um, yeah, there's this kind of this boundary that's like already gone for them, and they so they just they don't have to guess with me because and because they already know what's going on in my personal life if they are a listener. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like there's no guessing, and I maybe because I know guys fucking love a chase, like yeah, that's probably why. And like, and I'm very straightforward. Like, there's so many guys I've been like fuck keen, and they're just like oh, like they just get weird about it because they're like they just think I'm a G, yeah. and I'm like I'm and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, but it's like. You know, but I will need some D. I might yes. be a G, but I need some D. Mm. Exactly. We literally have a whole episode about how we feel the podcast is cock blocking us mm-hmm. for that exact <laughs> reason. They just get literally. scared. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we can't help ourselves, Tees. We, you know, we got to we got to get a little bit nasty because it is good, bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you share with us your most embarrassing sex story? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is this is gonna sound real sad, but I'm only bringing it up because my fucking best mates like bring it up all the time. One time, I was like, "This is and it, bear in mind, this is like low self esteem takes. This mm. is like you know, I was just kind of like just needed a little bit of validation when I'd go out and I'd get with whoever was keen, but like fucking full noise got with a dude that was completely cross eyed, and I know that's real sad, and I know that's real sad because but full cross eyed, like just like actually like. Like his eyes were like that, like, oh, that's probably my worst. It's not even like, that sounds so shallow, right? No, that I'm saying, so were you, um, my hands over my mouth because I'm like, were you 16 shots deep and you were also cross-eyed and yes. they were just like, oh, this I is was, a match made in heaven. I was, I was well cross-eyed and my mate got with his friend the same night and literally we got to their house and the guy she got with was, was the hot one oh. and he had like the, he had the really big room in the flat and then mine had this fucking like shoebox <laughs> room and like, like fucking just in a sh- and sorry but a shit route and like, <laughs> like wait I'm like this is not even fucking worth it like why am I doing this and then I just like didn't get with any guy for ages after that like teased you need to work on yourself you need to get that comf- confidence back <laughs> know your worth your worth isn't shoebox room with cross eyes <laughs> but you know well on the back of that then what's your most embarrassing date and it can be horrific it can be cringe uh, honestly, I fucking never go on dates because mm-hmm. I get so like even though I'm so extroverted, I get so like fuck am I like embarrassed about mm-hmm. it because I I don't know I feel like I talk too much or like I overcompensate and stuff like that. But recently, I actually went on a date with like oh my god the hottest guy. Oh. What? Like, oh, he's like tall. He would have been like six four. <gasps> like. Cook Island, but also um, part someone. But he had like that sort of half cast look to him. He was so divine. He like did. He was like ripped because he did CrossFit. He was studying finance, and I was like, 
y'all. But like, I don't know. I just, I went away for a couple of weeks and I didn't really think about him. And I'd like come back with an injury and I was like, oh, we'll tee up like when I'm feeling a bit better. And he just full noise fucking blocked me. And I was just like, what? He blocks you? And like, yeah, I like, I actually went to search him up like maybe like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? The just going, like, Yeah, I know. And then and there's been another one where my friend set me up with her brother and she's got two hot brothers and I had the choice. She goes, which one? And I go, well, okay, we'll go for this one. That's a good that's bitch. A go- babe, that's, a good bitch. Say, that's a good bitch. Yeah. Oh, I know my mate, my mates, she's a fucking GB. And so I went on a date with it. I went on a date with a brother. I was so shy and got there and I thought the date went really well. And then he just fucking never texts me, never texts me. So I always have good dates, but just no follow through afterward. Yeah. They're, shit follow through. they're good dates in our eyes. We were the only ones who were going yeah. on that good date. Yeah. They just yeah. thought it was a friend catch up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh God. That's so <laughs> Kings. If you're listening, just communicate, please. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, not hard. that fucking if you just hard. Said like, hey, yeah, if he was just like, hey, mate, you're a bit full on, I'd be like, hey, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good Fucking men, eh? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we also want to ask, because um, I know we've had a few shockers lately, what's the most cringeworthy DM on Instagram that you've received? Oh, fuck. I've, <laughs> I've had so many. But the other day I had one. And oh fuck, he's actually it was he's a league player too, but he I, I don't think I should say his name, but he he's <laughs> so hot, he's so hot, but he's got shit chat, but it's like you just let it slide because always he's the so way, <laughs> yeah, so gorgeous, and like I'm like, oh he fucking does it's not even that bad, but he just like replied to my story like I fucking put up a selfie and I knew I looked hot and I'm pretty sure I captioned it like so horny for this photo of me, yeah, love it. Love it. And um, he replied, like, most dudes have just replied, I don't know, like, hard eye emojis, maybe a flame or maybe, like, oh, nice. And he yeah. replied with, like, he just goes, glamour. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, oh, I was like, not bad, eh? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, why not say glamorous? Yeah. I don't know, but, like, who the fuck, who the fuck even says glamorous? I don't know. Fuck. I, I love it. some really out the gate, out the gate, um, like requests for dates and like stuff like that. And I can't think of many top of mind, but like just it's it's the boys, the hot boys with the shit chat for me. Yes. Yeah. Well, we wish we were getting mm. that because we um, recently, <laughs> the reason why we brought up this question because <laughs> we got a shocker this week, an actual shocker. Like I, I, it was one of those ones where you read it and you go, ah, and you want to throw your phone across the room. Yeah. It was from a, yeah. um, he definitely will be listening. So shout out and please keep listening because we need those clicks. Um, that It was from an older, mature age gentleman and he said, wrote into us asking, oh. why do girls keep pushing guys' heads away when they come, I want to feel that shivering clit on my tongue. <laughs> it was so. Oh my god! It was so graphic, Tegan. What yeah. the fuck? I'm like, what are you? I just love to know what's going through his mind when he's just fucking typing away on his phone. I know, and you know what? Because he's older, he's probably doing the fucking one. The finger. one finger. He's got yeah. the open the bookcase. Um, you know how old people have the bookcase <laughs> to open up their phone <laughs> with their postcards in it as well. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. we're gonna go to break, but stay with us because we have a listener question that we want Teagues to weigh up on. Yeah. And then we've got um, the queen herself letting us in on a secret that she's never told anyone before. So, GBs, stay with us. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
right, good bitches, you're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. And we've got the beautiful Tegan Yorath from My FM. She's still with us and she's going to help us out with this week's listener question. So here we go. Oi. Are you ready, Tegan? Okay. All right, GBs. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm all ears. All right. Listener says, imagine this. You've been single for years, you have high standards, and you've met someone who takes you completely by surprise. He's a doctor. He's intellectual, attractive, and very family-orientated. You meet each other through through friends, sit down for six hours, having the deepest chats, and wind up kissing. You arrange to go out for dinner to see where the connection goes, but a mutual friend later reveals he is on his way out of a long-term relationship. Apparently, the couple are soon to break up and move out of each other's house, but the relationship hasn't officially ended. Well, GBs, that's the situation I'm in, and I need your help. Do I completely cut this guy off until his relationship is officially over, or keep him within arm's reach in case I let something go that could be so amazing? I already have so many walls up, and I'm not sure if this is a genuine red flag or if I'm just looking for any excuse to not get attached in fear of getting hurt. Please help. Wow. shit. That's hard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'd definitely be like an arm's length girl, but mm. then also I'm like worried about karma because I'm like, okay, fuck it. If I'm fucking someone around this hot doctor, right? If I'm keeping them both like at an arm's length, I'd be like, oh, that might come back to me and bite me in the ass later. But I don't know. Just go with your heart. Like if, if this friend has like come out of nowhere and you've always like been like, oh, that's a bit of me, then I would not want to live with any kind of fucking regret. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd be an arm's length girl for sure. Yeah. What about you? I reckon I'd do arm's length and kind of just keep it in like a nice cordial sort of friend situation but and respect Mm -hmm. the relationship. But as soon as that relationship officially ended and I got the all clear, then I'd come in for the kill. Oh, I see. I see. But not until the relationship was over because – yeah, mm-hmm. I just, again, mm-hmm. like you said, I don't like the karma around that. I think it would just get messy, right? It, you need yeah. you need a situation to be, if if there's a true connection there, it'll remain. Nothing's going to fade mm-hmm. away. I think it, it could be a timing thing for this man's. What do you mm. think, Jules? Red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. <laughs> I am nice. seeing such red flags. I think what this GB has isn't saying but is trying to say is this person's in a relationship. What the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They shouldn't be kissing yeah. someone at a dinner party when their partner's not there. Red flag. And then you've got to say, what would you like the outcome to be? Because if you want an- another relation, if you are really thinking, you know how we do, we're like, oh, my God, I'm going to be married and have babies with this person. They've just gotten out of a long-term relationship. Do you want them jumping over the next week and staying with you for four weeks? Like, uh, for, Sorry, for four years? Like, you don't want them just jumping, mm. jumping. Like, I don't think that that person... Yeah is yeah. kind of content with themselves yet. It sounds like that person who's kissing other people at dinner parties needs to be do a bit of self-worth. And then mm-hmm. if it's meant for you, it will always come back for you. What's meant for you will never miss you. Yeah. So it might happen in the future, but I do not think to pursue this anytime yeah. soon. I think put it on ice, GB, if you're listening. Put this one firmly on ice. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. All right, me going, okay, okay, won't, won't go for that guy that's not quite out of the relationship. <laughs> Tigger's like, get off my neck, girls. Get off my damn neck.
All right, to wrap up our episode with the beautiful Tegan, you know what I'm about to ask you. What is something you've never told anyone before? Fuck, I this is so hard because I just like, I tell everyone everything. I can't fucking like keep it all in. Do you know what I did? I texted a bunch of my mates and was like, oi, what's something like not many people know about me, but that you know about me? This is some of my responses. I got, my friend Randy said, um, your farts actually smell beautiful. Cheers, <laughs> bro. That's a good bitch. My mate, my my mate Jordan, who's my co-host, he said you are actually meant for pulling you guys only. No more brown boys. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. My mate, my mate Joey said you're fucking anal about your bed. I'm like, if someone messes it up, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. want to fight? Yeah. But I honestly, I honestly don't even, I don't even know. Oh, do you know what? Here's a fun one that people don't know. I, I do radio and I fucking failed it at uni miserably. I love failed that. it miserably and here we are. Mm. But I don't know I don't know if I have any like dirty secrets. I did like mm, I'm scared my mm, my like me and my toxic ex-boyfriend for the last like fucking year, we were like this close to getting matching tattoos to signify the relationship that we had to get, had together. Oh no. And thank God we didn't. Thank <laughs> God. Absolutely not. How long were you together for? Uh together properly like six months. Maybe if that, oh, but like, but that's when the, the clothes the, are being the, ripped off. That's when it's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, the aftermath has been like the last like eighteen months. Like it's like fucking ridiculous. Have you this cut that just cord? Like, you know, yeah, I cut the soul tie. Mm-hmm. I did a we um we little you know. There's like a little affirmation that you do. I went to this like holistic therapist. Yeah, we're into we're all that. that. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like full, she was like full, it was like a full psychosomatic therapy session, like massage therapy. She mapped my body and read what all my trauma was. And she's like, it's all down your fucking right side. Like um, this is representing masculine energy. And there's a lot in your shoulder blade. She goes, has someone betrayed you recently? And I was like, oh my God, fucking my ex-boyfriend cheated cheated on me. Like fucking no tomorrow. And she was like, oh yeah, like we need to unpack that and like all this shit. Anyways, she gave me this affirmation. And after that, I was like pretty good about it. Like. He still lingered for a bit, like tried to like make his way in, but nah, 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 bolt. See ya. Nah, bolt. Were you on radio then? Yeah. That's when I was like, not, no good. Not in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. And I didn't, I didn't acknowledge it at the time that it was like, because I never wanted to put the responsibility on him that it was like, no, no, no. He is literally the reason that you feel like shit. Mm. I would always be like, no, no, no. Like, you know, because you have depression, you're already chemically like predisposed, like, to be sad and shit like it just the situation made me feel like shit ready and then when you find out like when this the truth starts coming out i found out that this guy had like it wasn't just was cheating it was like had like relationships with two other girls at the same time so it was like full noise relationships like total narcissist this wow. guy. the time but, management um, on the guy that's time i know management. i'm like how the, how the fuck do you how the fuck do you manage yeah. manage that and then it, it came like there was a point where me and his ex-girlfriend who he was like two-timing the whole time it took us to reach out to each other we fucking went and got drunk together one night oh one day sorry it was like a tuesday and like all of it just oi book closed closure see you later gone because we just was like oh my god and when he did this what was he doing oh my god he was with me and we were like oh no but wait what about this time oh my god he was with me it was literally like that so swapping and now we like wow yeah and now we and now we follow each other on instagram we like guess each other up it's mate it's cool that's That's a love story (laughs) that is that's another good bitch moment what a good bitch right 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's awesome. Amazing. Well, I think that brings us to the end of our chat with Tegan. What do you reckon, Jules? Obsessed. Absolutely. Aww. So appreciative of you making the time for us. Um, big shout out no, to your sister. Thank you. Yeah, big shout out to your sister for putting yeah. you on to us because we're so grateful to have mm-hmm. met you and had this amazing chat. Can you give our listeners a bit of a shout out to how they can tune into my FM, even from Australia? Yep, sure thing. If you want to listen live, you can download the Rover app, which is just in the app store, R-O-V-A. We are, I'm on My FM, My Morning Crew. Otherwise, you can listen to our podcast um, from our show, which is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at My Morning Crew. That's where I just p- fucking put up videos of the best bits. Or you can just follow me at Tegan Yarrick on Instagram. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll be in New Zealand. Jones and I are planning a New Zealand trip for Yay! all your Kiwi Jeevers. Yeah, we really want really? Not like we can't, not in the next fucking three months or something, yeah. but end of the this year, year, we really this want year to. This year, we really want to come through to oh my, New Zealand. Oh my God. You um you can come on my show, like on the show with me and the boys. Oh my god, oh, I so love that. Yeah, that I was like planning, I've got like leave in July and I was like, fuck, I want to go to Aussie. And I'm like, fuck, where could I go? I was like, oh my god, I, I should go, I should go see the girls. And, yeah, like, come uh, the stay with us. Come, come with us. Bottomless brunch, ho. Bottomless yeah, yeah, yeah. brunch. Come on the show again oh, if you're over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're over yeah. again, so, yeah. come on the show again. Okay. All right, yeah, GBs, that's yeah. us for this week. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday. As always. Follow us at Good Bitch Pod and we'll catch you next week. See you next Tuesday. Love yous. Bye. See ya.